2: To all our sidekicks and henchmen out there in the Geek Nation, you're listening to Spoiler Alert. I'm Johnny Destructo. We are here at 4327 Main Street, Johnny Destructo's Hero Complex. It's a little comic book store. The love, it's, I almost said the love of my life. That's my wife. Ah. She's up there. She can hear this. Um, <laughs> she, and she gave so, you a look? <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> Without no. even turning around. Yeah, the it was like the Omega of... Beam. <laughs> Dark Side's Omega Sanction. Um, this is going well. The second love of my life, the comic book store. Um, and uh, with me are the other loves of my lives, Noel. Hi. Brian. Hi. And Len. Hey there. Uh, thank you so much for joining us. We've got letters. We've got got letters. letters. Oh, we've got Got lots lots and lots and lots and lots of letters. Uh, The first one is called Four Kids Walk Into a Bank by Christopher St. Saucy. Good night. Hey, guys. A little bit more about my regular comic shop. The other day, I DM'd the owner on Facebook asking if he had ordered any of the Four Kids Walk Into a Bank hardcovers. He hadn't, but he ordered one for me that day, and I picked it up last Wednesday. Two weeks later, I believe. I've been nervous to read it because it was like... 30 bucks, and I was going to be really upset at spending that much if I didn't like it. I finally tore the plastic off and checked it out this morning before work. Hysterical! Of course, it turns out I could have gotten the individual issues online for about the same price, and I still might. I haven't finished it yet, but I am expecting to enjoy the rest of it as well. Back to my shop! I've been going to it on and off since I began reading comics in 2004. It was originally part of a chain when this guy bought into it and he kept the original name till the original lease ran out. He re-upped his lease once and then moved into a much larger location about seven years ago or so. He was older than I am now when he bought in so he isn't quite sure how much longer he wants to do it. He's never failed to answer an email but sometimes his guys pull the wrong cover and if I don't notice it before I check out and go home, he is always good about exchanges. He's even ordered things off of eBay for me. New Year's Day, he was the only clerk in the shop, and since I was there about an hour early, he let me in about a half hour before the store regularly opens, and we got to have a nice chat. Chris St. Saucy, good night. Now, Chris, uh, you should you should put that shop on blast. If You're saying real nice things about it. You should tell the other people, uh, the other two people who listen to this show uh what a good shop in your in your area is i don't know
0: yeah what's b- it called yeah 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 name
2: yeah. Yeah. yeah so it sounds like awesome. it's a nice shop this yeah. I, I think this is a different shop than the other one that I, doesn't so it's have books. it's like piecing
3: together a crime scene so <laughs> based off of the many other emails or other pieces of information that he dropped here and there it sounds like he gets many books from many different places there mm-hmm. are some that he does single issues there's some that he does um independent th- like he breaks it down really yeah. ma- like mathematically, mm-hmm. and it sounds like he had not been going to this guy for a while, and he has just recently been going back okay. with the hardcovers.
0: Oh, I thought he'd right. been going since 2004. Well, he said he'd left for a while.
2: He's been going off and on yeah. Yeah. since and he started on. reading in 2004. I missed that part. My And then apologies. we got the history of yes,
0: the yes. store.
1: Yes. Do you
2: need me to read this to you again, Brian? <laughs> you want to pay attention um, this time? There, y- yes uh, <laughs> there are four <laughs> hardcovers. Love you. There are four hardcovers to Four Kids Walking. How long is that series? No, no. It's one hardcover. It's it did sound four like he issues. Said it was four but if
0: you guys would just listen to what <laughs> <laughs> read this email again.
3: Wait, how okay, how long is the run for four kids walked into a bank? I've never read it. I never it's read only, it. it either. It's only
2: like five, six issues.
4: But he so it's one hardcover? Yeah. The email did read, like he said, there were four hardcovers yeah. to mm. which mm. I was like, I didn't think it was that long. I'm like I didn't know it was an ongoing. Uh, are you just saying that
3: because
2: it's four called kids. Four Kids? Four kids? <laughs> Nowhere in here does he say four hardcovers. Um, he does say he could have gotten the original issues online for the same price as the one hardcover, and he might still do that. And play back the tape. I, yeah. I yeah. 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 Me, anyway, me it doesn't matter. Who are, error. Um, <laughs> <laughs> although I am curious, um, there are books. See, to me, this book uh, is one of those ones that I would like to have in hardcover because it is very charming. It's very fun. Mm-hmm. Um, it's got a great story. And uh, I don't need the specific issues. It's been like mm-hmm. a nice hardcover.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, I've never heard of this book before.
2: Four kids walk into a bank. Isn't yeah. that Matthew um Rosenberg, Matt Rosenberg, yeah. Um That's one of the books that I think may have gotten him his bigger Black books at Mask, Marvel. Aftershock? One of those. Yeah. I can't keep those straight, honestly. Um but uh this this week I just got in Killer Be Killed, the hardcover. Okay. That's a nice big hardcover, mm-hmm. which I'm probably gonna pick up, even though I've read the first trade but I like it so much that I might just grab that big old boy. Hmm. And I was just wondering if you guys have series that you would rather have in a nice big hardcover than the single issues.
3: Um, things that I know that I'm going to want to reread and or start to read. Like, I, I'm stupid for collections. So I have I have all of the planetary soft covers, ah! and I, I actually have the ones that all, all, the spines match, like the because the, they've reprinted it so many yeah. times and there's so many different guns. So well, I've got all of them. That's a, But I still. Yeah, that's That's a whole other conversation. Oh, yeah. it but it's very important thing. to it me. Is. <laughs> yes. It is. Since day one, it's bothered me that the planetary uh, authority crossovers collected never looked like the other. Uh huh. Tra- but it's still, it's fine, whatever. Um, I still, on occasion, think that. Well, maybe I should just get that omnibus yeah mm-hmm. because it's such a self-contained wonderful story that i will revisit like every five years mm-hmm. maybe i should just get that
2: omnibus. Uh, i bet there's a local shop that would order it for you maybe
3: that local shop shouldn't say, enable me so much because oh, <laughs> you're, you're saving up for a wedding that's right i'm saving up for a wedding maybe that's not the time
2: um maybe it's on my registry we don't although know. What, what <laughs> you should have all of your stuff that's what you do here <laughs> yeah yeah your wish list is from Johnny the Striker's hero complex. Um, oh, so, my future wife will love that. I one hundred percent agree with the planetary. That's a great choice.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, so, I don't know that there are any that I would rather have. Right? Like, I would still want the issues, mm-hmm. but uh, but I definitely feel the pull of the yeah. collected. You know, it's all Big in one. Boy. There's no ads. It's the it, mm-hmm. just the story. Um, in some cases, the the whatever they do with the cover. Either having it there or not, um, it can be good, or you know, depending on what it is. However, I think I prefer the soft cover to, oh, to a hard hardcover. cover. I believe I do like it just for the reading experience mm-hmm. um, and the physical. Yeah, yeah, just that, like how how it opens yeah. and so, you know uh, how it lays, you know mm-hmm. that kind of thing. Um, so yeah, I don't know that there's anything I would pick the hard cover instead. Uh-huh. Uh, or even the soft cover instead, but as a uh, let me augmentation. ask you this: If you
2: had um, a Lucifer, because it's one of your all-time favorite series, that's we were talking the about one that, that I before. was thinking of just yeah. now. Yeah. <laughs> um, if you had a Lucifer omnibus, yeah, yeah, or all of the issues of Lucifer, right? Would you go dig through your issues to go read them in issue form, or would you no, just grab it off not. the shelf?
0: Right. Well, that's not even what I would do now with... I mean, I do, in fact, have all of the issues mm-hmm. and all of the trades, because as the final issues were coming out, I was like, ooh, I want this yeah. in its collected form, you know. Uh, so, no, I would never... I even have all of the issues separated. there. I could I could get them very easily. Yeah. But, no, I wouldn't. But I still want them there. Yeah. You know, too. That was the original Comfort form. Blanket. They...
3: Sometimes I lay them all out in their mylar and just lay on them or mm-hmm. lay them over me. Sure, sure.
0: I make a, my, a big mylar I, for I myself in. and <laughs> people, I sit next to them.
3: Some, some people roll in, in gobs of money. I like to roll in issues
4: of Lucifer. Sure. I don't think I've ever rolled in a gob of anything. A no, gob of anything. Not on purpose. Yeah. Len? I'm scared of you guys. <laughs> <laughs> as well you do. Why? <laughs> um, well, as someone who switched, made this switch over to trades a long time ago, it's not as much of a pull for me. But I will say, to Brian's point, I do appreciate soft cover to hard cover. And I think it's soft cover, at least since I'm not collecting the singles anymore, maintains a little bit more of that comic book feel mm-hmm. as opposed mm-hmm. to a hard cover. Um, Uh, I'll collect trades and then they'll put out like an omnibus. And then it's just depends on the story. Like I had all the trades to the authority, but then I realized, you know what, when I think about the authority, as much as I liked, you know, uh, some of the stuff that happened afterwards, the authority to me is really those first two arcs, Warren Ellis and Brian Hitch. Hell yeah. And they had that in a, in an absolute, I bought that. I got rid of all the other trades, Mm -hmm. you know. Um, I had, um, oh, um, All-Star Superman. Yeah. Which is like the best Superman story. Mm -hmm. But I had that in the the two collected trades. And I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. And I had that for a long time. But I was like, yeah, man, man, that big one is just staring at me. I got the big one and I mm. said I had to get it yep. I had to because yeah, Frank it's Quitely a beautiful art. story
0: yes get man, you here. know so, so good. and that one's a little different too because in contrast to a longer thing that is collected into shorter mm-hmm. trades that is one story that for some reason they collected into two trades. I know. Yeah. Well, I you think know? It's because it was the same way with late. Doomsday Clock. Yeah. That's what they're
2: doing now with Doomsday it's Clock. But I think unusual, it was because it was, it, was, you know? it was late because yeah.
4: it was quite late, so you know it was going to take five years. Yeah, but I don't
0: think the first trade came out until well after. They realized the that the 12. second
4: stories weren't, <laughs> weren't going to be done for a while, yeah. so like yeah. Yeah. we got to mm. milk this. Around like, mm-hmm. issue eight. Yeah, it came they, out. they, they Oh, it I thought
0: out. it came out after the whole thing had finished. No, no. It was like in a midway point. Okay.
4: So it really depends on on the story yeah. like uh so it's very select and as far as like ongoing books some of them like i cherish like i cherish my fables collection i cherish um i ch- i cherish uh 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 100 bullets mm. um uh, th- th- there's so many uh, powers You're like, talking about you uh, cherish the individual like, issues what, No because I oh, don't okay. have the individual But oh, the okay. trades Now okay. to your point Noel about like how the trade dress looks on your shelf mm. Man mm. Mm. Powers is a perfect issue Because powers started An image and I had the first two trades And they were had individual looks Then uh, Bendis goes to Marvel To get the icon Johns. Yeah to get the icon So they get a totally different look then I think he went someplace else, or so they gave him like his own little something. The, the trade dress changed again. So my powers look great, but the first two trades look totally different. Mm-hmm. And I'm fighting the urge like, <laughs> man, I really just want to make it look right. But I'm like, can I really justify buying the book just for the trade? For the yeah. dress, hmm. because I'm probably not going to reread it when right. I buy it. I'm just going to put it in there. <laughs> yeah. so and, gonna...
0: and even if you did reread it, it would be exactly just the same. Speaking <laughs> <laughs> <Exactly.
4: laughs> <Exactly. laughs> of powers, though, like I
3: just just last year, so I I st- never read it in soft cover or issue. I started with that like years and years ago with that first deluxe edition. Yes, it mm-hmm. was like a, a thirty dollar mm-hmm. first twelve issues, and then I started getting the deluxes and reading those, but then I dropped off at like four or five. And then over the last, like, five or six years, wanting to, like, well, you know what? It's been a while. I should pick up the next one. Cause, right. like 'cause Because it wasn't coming out really anymore, so there was no rush to kind of, like, grab them. Yeah. But then I found out they were out of print. So I have five of seven. <laughs> or I had five of seven, and it was just killing me. And it's like, I'm not going to wait for – because they're only reprinting them now in soft cover, so I, I can know. finish the story. But my spine's not going <laughs> to <laughs> So it turned into, like, a – uh, searching on secondary markets and yep. when I, and I found six I found six online and it was kind of it was a little beat up from a from a library but mm-hmm. I found volume seven the Bureau Years Okay Shrink Wrapped <clears throat> at Amalgam Comics. Nice coverage. Great shop. Nice great shop. I'm like what? <laughs> I held on to it and it was just like no one here knows it's out of print.
4: When no. you when you look at your bookshelves, is there any one like book as you're looking at the spines that really speaks to you? as like, wow, that's well done. That's a that's mm. a, a smart one. Like the one that comes to my mind is my Strangers Then Strangers in Paradise mm-hmm. um, collection. Where Are they he, the pocket books? Yeah, the pocket books yeah. where it's all a different character, and it just looks so good on yeah. on my shelf. everybody like turns to it when they come into my spot and they're like. Oh, that looks interesting. I, I like when asked, they. Oh. I know for the Dark Knight Returns, some of those things they have uh,
2: an image on the spines mm-hmm. as well, and I'm always a sucker for stuff like that. Except um, for when I can't find one in the middle, <laughs> no, and right? I don't have all of them. Then I'm like, oh, <laughs> it's even more
3: infuriating. Every time that I walk into my into my room where the the books are set up, I I am most like proud and or like grin at uh, my um, absolute for New Frontier. Because okay. I have, the, yeah. I have yeah. the first print where the the hard or the the slipcase spine is actually just a wraparound drawing mm-hmm. of Darwin Cook. So the actual spine of it is just like half of it's actually this. It's on my iPad. It's <laughs> half of Wonder Woman and just like white space and action. Yeah. And you're just like people that walk by
2: probably don't know what the fuck that is,
3: right? But it just makes me happy. Yeah, I like Darwin that too. Cook makes me happy.
2: Um, most of my hardcovers are Darwin related. Mm. Yeah. My um, or absolutes, I should say, because uh, the art is so big. I need that. Are so good. I need to have it big. Uh, let's move on to the books of this week. We had another email, but we're gonna read that next time because uh, it's been 15 minutes. <laughs> Batman 85 by James Tinian the Fourth and Tony Daniels. Isn't it Batman 86? Batman 86 by James <laughs> Tinian the Fourth and uh, you never Tony wanted Daniels. That Tom King run to end. Did you? <laughs> oh God damn it. It's a new day in Gotham City, but not the same old Batman. With Bane vanquished and one of his longtime allies gone, Batman has to start picking up the pieces and stepping up his game. Batman has a new plan for Gotham City, but he's not the only one. Deathstroke <laughs> has returned as well under a mysterious new contract that could change everything.
0: Everything? Everything. everything.
2: everything. Oh. Swear um, to me. Swear to me! Um, I liked it. I didn't love it. Mm. It was it was fine. Mm. Um, uh, it's 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 not Batman Universe, uh, right? Uh, but yeah, it's not Tom King's run. Uh. It's it's the porridge that Goldilocks chose. But uh, I think
0: in this case, she would wouldn't she have preferred Batman Universe? She would, like wasn't yeah. did she not want something that she liked too much? <laughs> 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 Listen. <laughs> like I don't want to get hooked on this porridge stuff. That's right. Right.
2: <laughs> uh, their dark designs part one is what it's called. what did you guys think of this new bat arc?
0: I had my uh reading device had a similar issue as you just now and it just downloaded Batman eighty five huh. from the previous week. And I was I was talking to these guys and I was like, Did eighty is this what came out? And I'm like, No, it was eighty huh. six. And I don't so I didn't read it. I didn't oh, get neat. a chance. Yeah.
3: I'm I'm a Tom King apologist, so I I don't want to besmirch his run. I actually i do it. I think overall it's, it's <laughs> I've already great. Yeah. I mean, out it yeah, it's Yeah, <laughs> <laughs>
2: consider it smirched.
3: Um, so I'm going to qualify this without talking about that. Oh, fine. And this yeah, is just, that's good. This was just pretty boring. It was. Fu- yeah, it was fine. It was uh, I'm not oh, a kind of boring. Fan of, Interesting. A little okay. bit. Like um, uh, I'm not a fan of. Tony Daniel for the most part. There's a couple of really, really great splash pages and he knows how to block a scene, but I don't love his art all that much. Mm -hmm. Um, I I thought it was boring in so much as a lot of things are haphazardly introduced. Yes. And there's no real hook for me yet. Like even the most exciting aspect of it is, which is the fight between Batman and Deathstroke. So, like, that is, happens off panel for the most part. And then also, it's something we've seen a hundred times, mm-hmm. which kind of, this whole reboot or whatever coming off of feels. A little like that. We've seen it already. Yeah, I think it's a reboot. It's just another. That's the new story. I mean, everyone, everyone is treating it like oh, it's a breath of fresh air because of King. So right. it's like it, everyone it feels like, like a, reacting to it. You mean
0: yeah? The, not not DC editorial. Yeah. yeah. Okay. When, I got when that. to me it just okay. feels like
3: okay more. Yeah, it's fine. One.
0: All right. Yeah. It was it was a yeah. Batman story.
2: Um, I, I like this
0: art on this page that you've got yeah, open here now. Yeah. There's a couple
3: of there's a couple of really really great splashes yeah. Or, yeah. or one pages like even the page before it so there's a scene there's some sort of like gas thing where Mm. people are melting and then being communicated through which is cool really really cool and there's a scene where um catwoman is kind of seeing it happen and this guy's talking to her it's beautifully drawn Mm. and very creepily laid out Mm. but then
2: and i actually like the storytelling of batman and deathstroke are going toe to toe and then we cut away and we come back and deathstroke is his chest is riddled with arrows mm. and, and batman's mask is half crumbled <laughs> um, and he's just sort of out of breath um, and he's talking to is it lucius fox yeah he's talking to, Talk lucius, to lucius fox, fox. And, but he calls him alfred Ah,
0: mm-hmm. uh, i uh, was a good moment. i like yeah. that yeah. tiny
2: little like oh, shit yeah uh, but there's also this stuff where deathstroke's like i hear the the bats changed ever since bane i hear the bats mm. unhinged it's like he doesn't seem unhinged he seems fine Pretty he seems like he, he Called yeah. somebody the wrong name, but he didn't. It's not like he was, you know. We've seen, for Batman. we've seen we've seen unhinged bat before, <laughs> sure. where it was like uh, Azrael and stuff like that. Yeah, it just seems like he's Batmaning. Mm. You know, I don't see mm. that, but they're saying it.
3: Well, mm. the, the I I preferred it or, or enjoyed it more in Tomasi's detective issue of the dichotomy between grieving, but also you have still got a job to do, mm-hmm. where they would show those scenes of him with the dogs, with the, dogs the alarms. Yeah. This is just. A villain giving lip service to it, and it's like, all right,
4: cool. I also felt like part of part of the problem with the storytelling is like, it's a lot of buildup because he's talking about how what he sees for the city, but I don't think you really get a, any good image of what he sees for the city. He talks about how he's waiting for this brand new piece of equipment that Lucius is building for him, and and send it I need it to meet me at this spot. Yet you're waiting for like. You're waiting for the splash page that is the reveal of this great big piece of equipment, and when you see it, it's very much in shadow and uh-huh. it's going away from you, so you don't really get the awe moment of it. Um, because, I felt the same way. Yeah, so there's no payoff to that. I I too, like Tony, totally, we talked about it before we started recording. Tony Daniels is good enough of an artist that you understand why he keeps getting jobs, but then in his art there's always something that makes you say yeah but why yeah. and in this one there's a more than a couple of, uh, of scenes of that um speaking about that opening splash page it's well done it's 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 atmospheric and everything like that and then in the middle of it not his fault there's a billboard off to yes. <laughs> background of batman that you can clearly see that you know the letterer just took <laughs> put something in there. Yep, it's not really art. Yeah. It's just a layer, just yeah, just a on layer yeah. on there. And then, also, I think a manipulated layer is the bat that is on Batman's chest because it's drawn. It doesn't fit uh, the muscles underneath. The muscles it. underneath mm. at all. So, and as an artist, that kind of like took me out of it. But I didn't want to ding him too hard on that because you know that could be kind of like nitpicky thing. Yeah. Uh, but then you come to the page that, that Noel has up where you're introduced to, I believe, we're told, is Selena Kyle at a dress.
3: Like, they all look like Capullo faces here
0: now, too. They do. I mean, I yeah. definitely, so not having read it, I just saw that page open like a couple of minutes ago. And my first thought was, oh, it's Cowwoman. So, but oh, she,
4: I had no idea that was Catwoman. Oh, really? She doesn't. She doesn't come off as Selena Kyle to me. She looks uh, uh, almost yeah. Asian.
3: Is her? is her? Oh, mm. is her I guess I could Secret see it, identity but. not a secret. She's a felon, right? Right. So, but she's outwardly doing work for and dating. She ha- yeah.
0: Has she gotten like a pardon or something? Or no, well, something I don't know. If, I don't know how that, many people you know? Know, know that she see, is Catwoman. Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
4: But the thing is, like, her. First of all, I think her face is. Her face is is dead eyes. There's no life to it. Um, I think her stance is very problematic in in ways of depicting depicting a woman. Um, And then, if you think you have a problem with that, when he finally does show her in Catwoman, as Catwoman, in a slightly redesigned costume as well, again, Mm -hmm. you've got a problematic stance. Um, I just. And that just took me out of it, and, and I'm like, oh like, why, why, why do we have to go here? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, I don't know. It's, I'll keep reading it, you know, but yeah. it's it. I, I, I'm thinking I about know. these
2: problematic stances you're talking about, and while I usually agree with you, there's something about Catwoman as a character, mm. and maybe it's just because in my head she's always Michelle Pfeiffer. Mm-hmm. And the the performance that Michelle Pfeiffer gave mm-hmm. that character was always sexualized. She was always kind of feeling herself.
0: Uh, this yeah. sexualized Whenever she shows and, up and she's just like mm-hmm. Especially around Batman. So to yeah. me yeah.
3: to me the problematic comes so the one that you have that you're talking about, where she's in her costume, that is sexualized. Yeah. Um but the first one of her at the party, she looks like a mannequin. She like does. A tomato mannequin. Oh, see, yeah. Yeah. I see now, it.
0: I see it in reverse. Yeah. I see the one where she's at the party, it's like, oh, she's standing like she's being elegant at a party. Yeah. Whereas the one in costume, I'm like, why is she yeah. <laughs> holding this thing in Posing this way? It? And but yeah. 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 see
4: that's how I felt about the one in the, in, in, her in phone like this with um yeah. with her in costume. The one at the party it, she does look like a mannequin, but she also does not look like she is really in that scene. Uh-huh. She's supposed to be talking to that person. That's yeah. not good acting in, yeah. in your artwork. Yeah. And, and that just, that, as, an, as an artist, that took me out of it.
2: Yeah, I, I, find, I find his art a little inconsistent. There yeah. are times where I go, my response when there's a really good page is, oh, there's a good page. Yeah. Hmm. That's just sort of my hmm. initial response anytime I see something really good. Yeah. Um, I, I find I have the same problems with. Um he reminds me of Brett Booth, which is another artist mm-hmm. that I don't particularly enjoy that mm-hmm. much. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just inconsistent. The proportions are never quite correct. Um, but it never feels stylized in a way where I just go, oh, that's just Humberto Ramos. Oh, that's just the way he draws. Mm. It just right. feels slightly right. wrong, mm. quote unquote.
4: And to your point about Catwoman, Catwoman is someone who who always has been kind of like portrayed as sexy. And that is part of her character. Yeah. Right? But you can draw... Sexy. You can have a woman standing sexy, but it that doesn't mean that they have to have their hip popped out to the edge of right. the panel. Okay. We're going to uh, talk about another book uh, later on that is filled with sexy imagery, but it's not over-sexualized at all.
2: Okay. I can't wait to hear it. Uh, let's move on to 20XX number two by Jonathan Luna and Laureen, Lauren Keeley. After her violent introduction to the world of sim gangs, Murr struggles to accept her new identity and is forced to become what she hates the most. Nuon gets a mission and Murr takes solace in their newfound friendship. Hmm. Uh, I enjoyed the first issue. Yeah. And um, while this is riddled. With word bubbles, uh, there's a ho- there's a whole lot of chatting going down. Um, I can't say I was ever really bored. Uh, I found myself engaged by the conversations, what was happening, because the the woman is sort of going on a fact finding mission because she's new to this world, um, and so the fact that there's a west side and an east side, and like one of them, the, the, her her new f- quote unquote friend, her new contact, has betrayed yeah. one side for the other side, and we're trying to keep that a secret. And blah, her, blah, that's blah. her cousin. cousin. There we go. Yeah, Thank you.
0: her. Yeah, her friend is the one. You're right at the end. You're right. Okay. Yeah. yeah.
2: Um, but uh, yeah, I was I was engaged enough. I I don't yeah. know if I love it, hmm. but um, I know Noel had sent us a thing that was just like so many bubbles, so many word bubbles, um, but I didn't hate it.
4: Hmm. Yeah, well, fuck this book. All right, um, tell me more. I, I, <laughs> like, I was, no, I was about to like, <laughs> be like, wasn't a fan. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I, Says it all. The, the word bubbles are, um, they're a problem because they are all over the place. And a ton of word bubbles I can take. A ton of word bubbles filled with a ton of words, Mm. that is a problem. A ton of word bubbles filled with a ton of words that are all over the place to the extent that you can't really tell who is saying what because they're crisscrossing all over the place, that is a problem.
0: They're the majority of some of these panels. Yes, that's the majority (laughs) of of these panels.
4: And to your point, J.D., the story in it is kind of interesting. Mm -hmm. I would have... Not that I would have read it because I'm not a big book reader, but I probably, if this was a book, it probably reads a lot better. Mm -hmm. But this being in a comic book, the story's interesting. Now the art has to match the interests of the story. This art is empty. Mm -hmm. It is boring. It is flat. It has absolutely no life. It does no justice to the story because change of sceneries, Are not ever introduced to you. Mm. You never have a sense of place. There is literally a jump from one set of people talking somewhere to another set of people talking someplace else uh, in the span of one page. But because there's no type of caption, there's no type of. at least establishing shot no of where of, of where we reason. are.
0: Yeah, that's a good. And
4: because the backgrounds look damn near the same, yeah, yeah. you think you're just in the same joint. <laughs> so um, it, the, this, our, and and the most egregious part about it is this is not while it is image and you know kind of technically uh, uh, an independent. This is Jonathan Luna. This yeah. is a guy who has been yeah. in comics for years. He's done work for the big two. This is the guy who should. No better mm-hmm. and this is this this the, yo this is this is the bad comic book
3: there's no visual identifier between the two gangs either no which I just true kind of realized
0: yeah yeah and also by the time we were you know we're talking about the the east side gang and you know they get back to the woman with short hair and she's i was like oh right she i guess she is part of the other gang like i had totally forgotten I've, from last the robot arm girl yeah yeah
3: you know what i i i think it's um it's a fine line between too many word bubbles and just lots of information so i think when it comes to laying out panels if there's lots of word bubbles if you do it right and still have lots of 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 dialogue the focal point is not the word balloons so much as what's happening on the page exactly. whereas this if you scan the entire book almost the focal point of the middle of almost every page is the word balloons so yeah. like? Yeah. A, yeah, yeah. Like, how am I not supposed to notice if the only thing visually interesting in the page is the dance between the word balloons, yeah. not mm-hmm. actually the action? Or yeah, the, it's like a long shot.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. yeah. With it's word just, balloons it's, there. Yeah. it's very
3: it's very dry. I it, this took this book took me two hours to read because I fell asleep. I will say halfway through it.
2: I I, I disagree. My experience of it was I had no problem following it. Hmm. Um. What I will say is that there's a lot of medium shots.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. boring
2: yeah. visually. Yeah. Um, if you're if you're going to be doing this type of artwork, at least zoom in and out a lot and, mm. and give us some different interesting angles at mm-hmm. the very least. Mm-hmm. And and,
4: um, and facial expressions. Yeah,
2: yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. Everyone's sort of just kind of mumbling along their lines. There's yeah. not a lot of facial acting going on. Yeah. Um, but to be fair. They're really just having conversations. No, that is true. At no point is anyone like really yelling or screaming or crying or anything. They're you just know, sort of like
4: talking. Yeah, but <clears throat> put this book in, in Kevin Maguire's hand and yeah. you'd understand. That's true. Yeah, the inflection of what's happening in the bubbles. Uh, also, the I think black the and white oh. is
0: not. You know, like is yeah. not helping. The colors would ha- Colors all. would help a lot. Colors would help a lot, especially the kinds of colors that I have seen in other Luna Brothers books. That <laughs> this is not one of, but. You know, when I see this sort of art style, you know, it's like, oh, it'll be that kind from the covers and all that kind of thing. So it's just this shock when you open it up and it looks like this instead of what's on the cover.
3: Real quickly, I just did like math in my head. We were introduced to seven new characters in this issue, Hmm. and maybe two names, Mm -hmm. and no like real follow through as to to factions or like. I would love the the first page of this just kind of gives you a really quick primer of the kinds of STS manipulations. Mm -hmm. Give me like names of people or rank or yeah. understanding like this this is a book that would have benefited from some sort of hickman-esque like in the middle of mm-hmm. this is the makeup of the gangs yeah this yeah. is the, the territory that they yeah. control yeah. Yeah. These are, this is yeah. the edict Little yeah. anything yeah. that gives me a foothold into this world other than heads talking and medium shop. yeah and because this like is it. a
0: it's a mm-hmm. very hickman wheelhouse sort of dystopian kind of thing and it, right. yeah yeah and it was, similarly hickman has a lot of words but uh, they're I'm more interested in them a lot of times. Um I am also not that intrigued by the world yeah. that they have built. You know like I don't know the just it's a it's a world where people get sick and their superpowers and then also there's these gangs and there's mm-hmm. you know maybe it's just because I don't know enough about the world that he is constructing yeah. to be interested in it but uh you know it it hasn't grabbed me. Yeah. Um But you know why you're not
4: interested in the world is because the world itself in Word Mm -hmm. reads fairly interesting, but the art does not sell it.
0: It doesn't look cool. Right. Yeah, it it does not. I
3: think I'm on page 17 of the digital reader the word balloons are essentially pushing the characters out yes Yes.
0: Yes. Uh, they're
1: getting further
0: and further away what is happening stop stop talking so much I'm being (laughs) shoved out of reality (laughs) I
3: need to take a screenshot and put this on Facebook just so people can understand like it's not it's not like hey you don't like to read it's comics you know like what do you expect or or what words scare you like no it's actually like Mm -hmm. getting in the way of the story the way that this thing is laid out and also prose
0: is not comics like those are different art forms When you're reading a prose novel, it's completely different. Yeah. um, In fact, I rarely find myself thinking in the middle of reading something, show, don't tell, like in those words. But there's this one time where at this point it's been pages and pages of of people talking, you know. Mm -hmm and And the main character, uh, whose name i don 't recall is maria Mar- she 's saying something yeah oh right right um she 's saying something to I believe her cousin and she 's just kind of telling him how she feels about mm-hmm. what is happening rather than just like one sentence uh, I think like the final sentence could have been the only sentence, and then in some other way show yeah. what 's up and By the time when we got to the announcer of this sport telling oh, that's right. uh, i was like oh this is no. enough you know <laughs> like i am already done with this and i just like skipped portions of it. i'm like this there's already been enough text i don't feel like reading the details of the history I, of this the sport. most
3: interesting thing in this entire two issues so far other than like that first setup was the mechanics of this game yes mm. only because mm. like in the dirt in like the the tons and tons of dialogue she explains how difficult it might be in order to manipulate five or six things at a time mm. and the weight of each one and their different materials yeah. because so yeah. I actually, thought that was cool. That was cool, but it was
0: also that does like, sound interesting now that you. Four thought, pages I, of might, text I might have about skipped this, that part. Yeah. Yeah, about this yeah, yeah, kind of yeah.
3: gentle game that they just went right. to. Right.
0: That could see. be yeah, the yeah, whole thing though. If that it,
2: it, it did. It had a purpose That's But Just the, what you just said. The way the way their powers work of like right. yeah the weight of things matters and how many things you can manipulate at once matters. Right. Yes, but does it matter to the story that's being told? Maybe. It might, if yeah. In the next issue, See, she needs to someone needs to move more than one thing, and one thing is heavy. You right. know what I mean? Or is she, a, I want to know also, just, like, is she special,
0: and if so, how? What? How is she special? I want to know that. Like, I kind of got the impression in the first one that she was notable in some way, uh-huh. and she seemed to have very little control, but it could be because of a lot of power or something yeah. like that. And... Maybe I'd like to hear more about, like, what the deal with the powers is would yeah. intrigue me more. You know, actually, I say I yeah. want to know these things. I'm not that interested. Oh, my God. You know what I, I mean? I that. But <laughs> you, that's what could get me interested. Yeah. yeah. I've uh,
4: never read a book that had, I swear, at least ten bubbles that are only just Ellipses. Dot. Yes. Yeah, that's literally
2: what I was about <laughs> to say was these ellipses. That was the thing. The only thing I found egregious was, like, yeah. All right, stop it with the ellipses. Yeah. We're, we get it.
0: Because that can be done with a panel, like yeah. the art, uh, just like a single panel of somebody looking yep. at something or something yep. like that. You know, just a
2: static panel of
0: yeah, yeah. taking a breath yeah, yeah, or yeah, yeah,
4: yeah. yeah. So Lauren Keeley needs to find a better artist, not Luna. <laughs>
3: I mean, his name sells books, doesn't it?
4: No.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it does. It does, though. Yeah. I mean, well. it sells more than uh, uh, Lauren Keely's books sell. Um,
0: Let's get the numbers. Star number one. <laughs> <laughs> I was
2: shocked. Yeah. I was shocked by star number one, by Telly Thompson with art by... by
0: Kelly Thompson. Telly Thompson. Did, did I say, say Telly From before the show. <laughs> I was like, did I hear right? <laughs> a yeah. spoonerism. I'm sorry. <laughs> Kelly
2: Thompson, with art by Javier Pina and Philippe Andrade. I wonder if um, there's a Telly Thompson out there
3: listening to this show. Uh, like telly, uh, like, is a yeah. name? This issue was called Dearth of a Braggin."
2: Uh, born of the reality stone the breakout character from captain marvel flies solo ambitious reporter ripley ryan rocked new york city when she became the hero star adored by everyone but in truth she was dr minerva's attempt at a cree human super soldier desperate for the strength to control her own destiny she tried to kill captain marvel and failed ripley was left defeated and powerless in the raft or so she thought. The reality stone has found her, and now no prison can hold her. You thought you knew what the Infinity Stones were capable of? Think again. So, the very first sentence that I just read was, Born of the Reality Stone, the breakout carriage from Captain Marvel flies solo. Uh, I did not experience any breakout. Um, I went back and I read Captain Marvel because I enjoy her as a character, and I found the first one was a bit heavy-handed. The first story of this arc was very heavy-handed, uh, or the series. And then the second one was a part of War of the Realms, mm-hmm. which was unnecessary, was, right, right? Didn't didn't really matter. Uh, and then this one where um, someone turns Captain, you know, the people against Captain Marvel. They discover she's part Kree, hmm. and now she's, you know, alien and xenophobia, and it was dealing with that sort of thing. And then Star shows up, a new superhero, and I was like, oh, I'm curious about this, blah, blah, blah. If you want to start Captain Marvel, that's where you start, the... the series that introduces Star, I think, is a good jumping-on point. And then I went and finished that series, and I went, okay, well, that was interesting. She's getting her own series, though? Mm. I don't don't know. I wasn't sure about it. And then I sat down and I read this, and I loved it. I thought this was really strong. Uh, It had some interesting co-stars that I was surprised to see. And um, it's dealing with this character who started off pretending to be a hero and then very clearly wanted to murder everybody. (laughs) And then... um, now she's trying to find her way, having gained one of these Infinity Stones. What did you guys think of it?
3: Uh, I have a question. What was her motivation before? So, in why the, did she turn murderous? In the
2: very first issue of this series, Captain Marvel, she Captain Marvel was having a an interview at like Starbucks with mm-hmm. this woman mm-hmm. who had no power. She was just a reporter for Miss, Miss Magazine or something like yeah. that.
0: Which Captain Marvel used to run, I believe. Oh, in did the she? 70s. Yeah, originally, yeah, yeah, that yeah. was the original you. start. Yeah. Yeah. I
2: forgot that. Yeah. Um, so yeah, this reporter's interviewing her and they wind up getting sucked into this um, part of New York where everything's been um, domed off and it's sort of this post-apocalyptic experience. Both of them do? Mm-hmm. Okay. And so she and she helps helps them win the day, even. So they they left kind of friends, and so when we find out the star, because Star's identity yeah. was a mystery, mm. when we find out who it was, it was sort of for Miss Marvel like a or Captain Marvel. What the fuck? Mm. Um, but I think finding Captain Marvel and all of the damage that she brings and all of the the chaos okay. it's 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 your usual okay man on the street seeing the powers of the golden <laughs> gods above and being like. That's not good. Hmm. Let
0: well, me uh, become and, one of them yes. and cause some of the destruction that so upsets me. You yeah. mean? You yeah.
3: mean the only thing that stops a bad guy with a gun is a good guy with a gun? <laughs> yeah. So yeah. Okay, I-, I liked this a lot. I did not read any of that. Um, mm. I was aware of her, but it just seemed like a. This seemed like a um, opportunistic kind of uh, mini series based off of what they thought that she would be popular. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but then, that was the
2: vibe I was getting.
3: Yeah, the first the first two pages, I was like, oh shit, this is a like side sequel to the last Infinity Wars um, series, and it's dealing with where the gems are and who mm-hmm. they choose because mm-hmm. at the, I don't know. Did you guys read Infinity Wars? Yeah, I did. No, I but didn't. it at seemed the, cool. At the end of that, spoilers. Mm-hmm. Um, Adam Warlock decides like, hey. It's never really worked out us either hiding them separately or together or this or that. So I'm going to grant each one of them sentience and they could find their own way. Uh, Not everyone agreed with that. Um, So you've got Loki searching for all the stones to reclaim them because he Mm. doesn't agree with that. And then the stones themselves are searching for hosts of their own choosing. Mm. One has found a host named Hector. The Time Stone found a host named Hector who is an ex-con. And now the Reality Stone has found this Ripley woman and the how other ones are just out there in the ether.
2: My question is, how do you know about Hector
0: Bautista,
3: That's the Time That's the stone? Infinity Watch series that happened right after okay. Infinity Wars, which I didn't finish
2: because it was pretty damn pretty boring. Yeah, I didn't yeah. even bother.
0: I think it's interesting that, just like kind of a procedural note, the stones are all now represented as more like rough, uncut kind of stones, except the Soul Stone, mm-hmm. which is the one that has a place historically in somebody's look you know in adam warlock's look that it's in his forehead and would look different if it was also like that the
3: colors have changed so this was all established during duggins jerry duggins uh guardians of the galaxy run that happened right after um what was the thing secret wars so secret after secret wars when everything was rebuilt Mm -hmm. blah 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 blah, um the stones went missing with air quotes but actually they Kind of reconstitute differently on our okay. multi or on our plane oh, of existence. So some of right. them were huge, some of them were tiny, some yeah. of them were different colors. Like hmm. they they did. There was a uh, less known about them. It was okay. really like. Oh, like so you could see a stone and not know which one. Yeah, editorially, it was probably just a way to match the stones' colors in the movies with the stones' colors in the comics. Well, I and just their appearance, but yeah, and just calling them stones even.
0: Mm -hmm. Is the red because the red was power back in the back in the day? Is it reality in the movies, and rather than power? Oh, okay. Yeah, I you know I didn't notice that in any of the times that we've seen in the. the, I think so.
3: Oh yeah, yeah, it is because it's like a red hue. It's the ether. Ah, okay. Anyway, sorry. Let's talk about the actual book. I apologize. It's great. I thought the <laughs>
2: characterization was a lot of fun. Yeah. I thought her um, her uh, trying to balance who she is and figure out who she is I yeah. thought was very interesting. I liked uh, that Loki shows up. I liked that Jessica Jones shows up. I liked his
0: baseball horn cap. Yeah, that was, <laughs> that was cool. Yeah, 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 I was yeah. like, who's this guy? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's cute. <laughs> um,
2: who were these people in Jessica Jones' apartment? Are
4: they in Jessica Jones' apartment? No, that's the Scarlet Witch. That's her Witch. office. I, I, thought the scar- I thought that was supposed to be the Scarlet Witch walking into, I, I guess, like, home or... or, or... This, no,
2: this is Jessica.
4: No.
3: No, huh? that's Scarlet Witch.
4: That's
2: Jessica. Oh, my God. That's it's just
3: a Witch.
4: bad transition.
2: Wait, it's a, ba- it's a bad transition. Why is Scarlet Witch got black hair? She,
4: she doesn't have black, black hair. Head. That's what Scarlet Witch about? right there. No, that... What Who you're looking this? at right there... Yeah, Scarlet. that's Scarlet
0: Witch. That's not Black.
4: Oh, hair. oh, holy
0: shit! And they are not wearing the same clothes. You know what? Oh it my looks God, like. You're right. I thought they were the same as well, and it kind of feels like she just took her sweatshirt off because she just got home right. in no. between those two no. pages. It, but it, no, they are different people. Wow! Which is why
4: Scarlet Witch <laughs> then shows up at the end. She was watching. I thought I that had was the no first. No
2: idea that was Scarlet Witch.
4: And the idea is that the person. I think the person. I think that's Pietro. I think that's. That makes sense. And that would be Crystal. And I'm not
0: sure who the big guy oh, is. Oh, Chris, I always thought she was cool. Oh, yeah? So uh, I thought that
2: was a shadow it's the black of her
3: hair. You know what? Yeah. They'll tell me later. Also, this because she's a like... Deal breaker for me.
0: Oh, no, not at yeah. all. But she says, I found an Infinity Stone. And then the next page is, I need your help. I know who you are. You know, it sounds like, I found one. It's I like her. That. I like what yeah. they're
3: doing with... Um, so That was the, what, so confusing. What it's this it's Ripley, a bad transition. What Whoa. this Ripley Ryan is going through is not dissimilar from somebody like Eddie Brock Mm -hmm. Mm. you know like not a great person Mm. given lots of power they did terrible things with it Mm -hmm. they're not really on a road to redemption so much as don't it's a little bit more complicated and her trying to figure out how to use the stone not uh, frankly, not possessing the imagination to make any of it stick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think yeah. that's really, really interesting.
2: Yep. Yeah. Got to be um, very specific with y- yeah. what you yeah. tell it to do. Yeah, yeah. It was this was this was fun. I would yeah. I would totally continue reading this. Yeah, yeah exactly. I'm like and it's a mini series, so. Perfect. Oh yeah.
0: I think it's only five issues. Hmm. Uh, I like the line that Loki delivers. Uh, you know, like you chained me to a rock. Of course not. It's just a concrete slab. Yeah, yeah, I love it. I love, Loki's great. Yeah. I, I,
4: I will, like I said, Akatu, there are some bad transitions there. Like uh, Speaking about Loki, there's a scene where he's trying to pull the gem out of her yeah, um, and only for the, the next time, the next page for him to say, oh, well, that didn't work. But you don't get the sense that it didn't work because it's a splash page and when he's pulling it out of her, and it looks like for all intents and purposes, it's out of her. You know what I mean?
2: See, I like that. Well, are you, I'm saying you say saying you like that. Or you don't like it. It's problematic.
4: Well, I no. It's hard I don't to follow or? no. I like the art and I like that. But I'm just saying, like that next page. He says, "Oh well, it didn't work."
2: Oh, see, I like that. I like that the art, the visual transition of all this. Womp, 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 you know, like this big. Mm-hmm. Whole page of yeah. him trying to pull this thing out, and the very next page is just like, oh, yeah, okay, nothing. <laughs> it's just, Uh-oh. it's just nothing. Uh, all right. Well, all right. Well, there you go. <laughs> I gave it a shot.
0: You know what I mean? That's <laughs> yeah. how. It, that's how it read yeah. to me. It's it's very Loki-esque. Yeah. It's, it's very encouraging. But yeah. I I to me it
4: was like almost a comedic beat. No, yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, but I I I enjoyed it. I I enjoyed this book. I I love I love well I love Kelly Thompson's writing. So that mm. that spoke to me right there. Um, I love um, the artwork on it. Um, here's a here's an idea. This first couple of pages, where she's in the bar just having a drink, and look at the character acting, the very choice, select captions as we get her thoughts, her facial expressions mm. portray her f- thoughts. And as well as her actions of what she's doing, this is what twenty XX needs. No, and I um, mm.
3: I disagree. I think it needs um, more more bubbles, like three panels per page. Nothing but bubbles in the middle. <laughs> and then we start to just kind of move the action to the sides, to the panels. Into the margins. You know yeah.
0: To the gutters. Just to the until, until it's just the glass they, on the bar. Yeah. They can just sort of be looking in at the story. Yeah, these yeah. people
3: right. don't. And, and all this action actually hand, happening behind her in the, in the background. I love it. Oh, yeah. Um, I know it tells me a little bit about where she's sitting. But you know what? Fuck it. Make it black and white. absolutely nothing on the walls no action behind her maybe a swath of gray here just word balloons down the middle that's all i want
4: and the other thing about this book i will i will shout out about the art um this is a book that is filled with sexy looking women not sexualized just right because because the character of star that's a good-looking woman. Yeah, she's a very good-looking woman, and wh- she's
0: in sex- sexy like poses, mm-hmm. but just they're just attractive because they are her doing her, her regular thing. Yeah, you know, like yeah, yeah, it's, yeah.
3: It's it's context and and uh, and I don't, know, I don't know respect given to like I don't know the exact word for it, but I. But there's like, no maybe just like no better you at it like, too. Like, you like know? Look at when
4: um, Titanic no exploitative showed, about it. Titanic uh, shows up. She's she's you know a a, a, a you know strong looking woman, mm-hmm. but she's not standing there with her hips all popped out you know or anything right, like right. that. She's just standing there and you feel her strength, but you also feel you know ah. how beautiful of a woman she is. This I'm is the way it up. should be.
2: Nice, yeah, I agree. That's good good point. Hmm. Um, oh, hmm. it's time for
0: thunder round.
2: There it is. (laughs) Never like it. Never. At no point am I ever happy to hear that. Um. (laughs) Brian, what's a thunder round?
0: A thunder round is when we have read an issue of a comic and then we talk about it for no more than 60 seconds. And ideally, 60 seconds. (laughs) Yeah.
2: Uh, No. Yeah. Are you ready to do your Thunder Round? I'm thunder ready round. to break the rules of Thunder Rounding. You mother... <laughs> Buffy number 11 by Jordy Belair and David Lopez. 60 seconds on your clock. Go. We are in the middle of a crossover
3: event called Hellmouth, um, and this is only issue number 11 of Buffy the Vampire Slayer. I really, really enjoyed this, uh, this, this series when it started coming out. Dan Mora, our Jordi Belair... Um, writing new and different versions of these characters, but they were familiar. I had some problems at the very onset of who's this really for, um, because it seems like I need to know everything, yet you're telling me this is all new. Mm-hmm. Um, but then it, it got in a good clip. Angel was really fun. I was excited about this. And now it's it's just not good anymore. Like it's, it's a struggle to read. Um, the last three issues especially have been a lot of the characters especially the male characters have been acting so incredibly erratically and sweating and this issue you finally understand or are told why but it's been three issues of i don't like to read this this is not enjoyable this is not enjoyable and now you know the rug has been pulled and you have a reason why but that still doesn't mean i enjoyed reading it anymore and i don't
2: know it might have been a bridge too far end of round <laughs> hey no you want to tell us about Venom number 22? I mean, I thought we would... By Donnie Cates and Mark Bagley? Yeah! All right, there's a minute on your clock. I should have <laughs> divvied these up differently. <laughs> Go!
1: Oh, well!
3: Okay, so uh, uh, <laughs> coming out of absolute carnage, um, everything is awesome and this book is just uh, all about happy lunches with your newfound son. Just kidding. Oh. Uh, <laughs> um. Ve- um brock knows something is coming but his symbiote is actually still uh infected by cletus cassidy so there's pieces Whoa. of it in there that keeps like kind of coming out and he can't control it so huh. that island that he was that venom was stuck on uh-huh. 20 30 years ago yeah he decides uh-huh. to go to that island and essentially in a weird way sweat it out like oh. to fight his own symbiote that's infected on this island that is it's a really cool like heart of darkness kind of nastiness it's really
2: fun uh you got 13 seconds left i am excited to read that because it is a reference to something that happened 20 years ago uh but it's one of my favorite venom stories of all time so i'm very curious to check that also
3: like somebody loses uh an appendage in this end of round
2: issue (laughs) it's good it's always good hey len hey jd do you, are you ready to talk about Miles Morales, The End by Saladin Ahmed and Damian Scott?
4: I don't think I have a choice.
2: <laughs> One minute, go!
4: <laughs> what? <laughs> okay, ago. so this book continues Marvel's um, ongoing trend of having stories set in the far-flung st- future to show you the final story of some of their characters, Miles Morales is on deck, and this is the final Miles Morales story. He's an older, rather pudgier Spider-Man who has saved Brooklyn from some apocalyptic end that is come upon the world or new york we're not sure it touches on what happened to some of the people in his life and some of the heroes as he is saving brooklyn from some virus that is like destroyed the world and people want to get into this dome protected brooklyn i do not care about this book it it the art is very erratic it's stylistic but overly stylistic it's a piece of nothing and i don't understand why it's a number one if it is the end and the story ends at the end it should just be its one piece end of round
0: oh the marvel ends are not all set in the same end continuity arc. no they're it's not. just like whatever no, could happen no, yeah, no. yeah but it's, some
4: of them are like like you know like four part stories right and, right and this one is just is literally just this one story oh, that's weird empty uh, this was it's so, so
2: empty.
0: empty. Yeah, I didn't get there's all the way through. There's a villain that
2: I don't even know, I don't care about. He's a new guy. Yeah. The art, Yeah, I, I had trouble with the art. Damien Scott, I've always yeah. had trouble with his artwork. Um, there's so much going on, and he's so loose with it that it's hard to
4: hmm. gloam what's happening hmm. or gleam what's happening. Um, yeah, the storytelling is not good. The art itself, Ugh. he's not a bad artist. I just don't think he's a good comic book mm. artist. Right. Brian! Yeah. Are you ready
2: to talk about Daphne Byrne Number One by Laura Marks and Kelly Jones from the Hill House imprint of DC Comics, run by Joe Hill? I'm ready. Oh my God! One minute on the clock. It's a good
0: timing. Uh, So, I didn't know anything about it going into it, and I saw it was this like Victorian set, or you know, sometime in the past, (laughs) what 100 years ago or more. Yeah, Um, and I liked the atmosphere of it. I thought that was cool. By the end of the book, I was like, uh, "Not as much occurred. Nothing that really got me like so into it." I would probably give it another issue and see what's going on, see what the what the story has to offer, you know, um, because I like the general atmosphere that it that it had, um, but. I probably won't think about it more. There's a cool image with the guy with the coins on his eyes, reminiscent Mm -hmm. of, you know, the uh, Charon, the Greek stuff. So that was cool. But, yeah, like, there's a chance that I wouldn't think about it anymore or that I could be super into the next one, and and this is a worthy first issue in retrospect. So, yeah. End of round! Nice.
2: Uh, My favorite part of this is when Kelly Jones draws um, the little girl... Like she's uh, forty-five.
0: Mm. Yeah, don't switch up a there. Forty-five-year-old right matronly, is what she, young lady. <laughs> yeah, I, I yikes! I did
3: not like
1: this
0: book.
2: I didn't yeah. like it either. Yeah, yeah. This was of, of all the Joe Hill books that have come out so far from Hill House, or mm. um, this was my least favorite, mm. and I probably really, won't even. Not the.
0: What was the uh, the other one that? Are you talking about Dying is Easy number
2: 2 by Joe Hill and Martin Simmons? Yeah. Comedy may (laughs) be hard and dying may be easy, (laughs) but getting yourself off the hook for murder? For Sid Holmes, that's looking damn near impossible. The prime suspect in the death of joke stealer and general thief Carl Dixon, Sid's on the run and it's going to take all of his investigative chops to suss out the real killer before he gets caught and thrown in jail. Hmm. With all the guys he locked up. Uh Uh-oh. It's uh, a good so place for him to be. The reason, the reason uh, this does not correlate with okay. this one, yeah, uh, yeah. with um, Daphne yeah. Burn, is because Dying is Easy is not part of Hill House. Oh, it's just written this by. Is inti- it's written by Joe, Joe Hill. Hill, yeah. I-, I see. From a okay. different publisher.
0: Oh, interesting. I didn't notice. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah. IDW. Oh, how about that? Yeah. Okay.
2: Um, I love Joe Hill for the most part. Okay. Um, not not everything he writes is is uh, amazing, but sure. for the most part, I enjoy him as a writer. This is probably one of my least favorite things he's written. Yeah. Um, uh, the first issue was pedestrian. I felt this one even more so. Mm-hmm. I don't care about this character. I have no in- emotional investment in any of the stakes. I didn't find any of it compelling or funny or even all that interesting, mm. which pains me to say. Yeah. I, I want to like champion all the Joe Hill stuff. You yeah. Yeah and the artwork while competent and fun at points i think is static and boring in other points yeah. uh, you know the highs and lows mm. um so yeah this book's not for me um if we decide to keep reading it for the show i'll i'll do it but given my druthers i would not stick with this book
0: i agree i i feel like it is it is an attempt at like a a, a quirky weirdness mm-hmm. in the world that doesn't quite reach that that height you know it doesn't quite grab me as this like different type of world that it's like a you know it's all realistic but um just some kind of like altered altered realism Mm -hmm. kind of thing and there was one thing that really stuck out that uh, bugged me about the writing the one character says wouldn't of, I, right? I noticed that yeah. right. I wouldn't have. And he is speaking, so there's no reason. There's no reason that if he is the kind of person that would write that, that he would. He's not. It's not written in his world. He's saying it. Yeah. It's the same sound, unless he is really putting a distinct, you know, like uh, space. It's wouldn't have. It's not. You know. It's wouldn't have. Yeah. Not I noticed would. it. And I just heard about that for the first time a few years ago, and I was kind of like, why would you? You know why would you write wouldn't of yeah. ever and then I, I guess I can see it because it sounds like that yeah. even when you parse it out it's mm-hmm. like that those words when don't you say it work, quickly together it wouldn't sense. have I wouldn't have done that right yeah. so I can see where the misunderstanding comes from yeah. it's just to write it down here um, it, I, I didn't care for it <laughs> you yeah, know yeah. I
2: would understand if it was one of those writers like Chris Claremont who tries to write the dialect yeah um, you know I mean the way the way people speak. Mm. See,
0: but the way you speak it, it it sounds exactly the same. It Mm. only shows up as a difference if it's written. Wouldn't have. Yeah. I guess you can say it differently, maybe, but I don't know. It stuck Um, stuck out.
2: The thing that uh, occurred to me – I'm sorry, Noel. The thing that occurred to me while I was reading this was this feels like one of those things where uh, I watch a movie, Mm -hmm. and if the actor wasn't charming enough
1: Mm. –
2: that it would fall flat, mm-hmm. and this feels like if this was like a Netflix show, mm-hmm. and there was a really charming, interesting guy to watch playing this For part. For sure, I, definitely, it, it would elevate yeah. it a bit. Yeah, but reading it, I, I don't like him. Any, I find him boring. Yeah. So, I know. I, I love this. Oh right. yeah, Carlos us why. Hmm. I thought
3: this was fantastic. Um, I just I, the art is, well, actually, I do like the art. It's it's kind of a hodgepodge of Alex Maleev. Howard Chaykin and Bill Sinkevich. Yep. It's just in a blender. So it's it's a very specific style. Um, I do like this main character. I think that he's smart but an asshole. Mm-hmm. So his his likability is in question because he's not likable. But he's smart. So I enjoy watching him kind of walk through these things. I also kind of appreciate this characterization of him that is a no fucks given, however, Mm self-preserving. So he doesn't care about himself. He doesn't care about his uh, shoes on his feet. He doesn't care about, like, really surviving so much as being right Mm -hmm. and being vindicated, Mm -hmm. which I really, really appreciate as a driving point for the protagonist. Like, he doesn't have so much as a pride in himself or his or his uh, uh the outcome of what's going to happen to him so much as don't smear my name right uh, and I was right which I like as a motivation mm-hmm.
2: especially for something like this well it's inter- I, I mean it's new it's interesting you and don't I see also, it very often
3: yeah I also like that in this issue it's the second issue and we know the killers mm-hmm. meaning that like they're not going to drag this out. This is going to be a bigger story, and I'm just kind of down with it. I, I okay. did enjoy this.
1: I, nice. I, I, yeah. I'll, I'll tell you, yeah. you
2: know, in in direct um, response to something we said earlier, where we found everything was medium shots and a mm-hmm. little boring. As much as I don't enjoy a lot of the artwork in here, mm. it's it's stylistic and it's engaging. Yes. Mm. Um, yes.
0: It I, is. It's a little rough for my tastes. Yeah. Um, I mean, but. I think I feel similar to you. I w- I would read it. You know, if we read it for this and and there's definitely stuff that I can find to like about mm-hmm. how it's done. Yeah,
4: yeah, I liked I liked it for the most part. I think there's some of the dialogue I felt was maybe a little forced, like the mm. whole uh, conversation between the two cops in the mm. be- mm-hmm. beginning. That that felt like a little like like warmed over Quentin Tarantino to uh, me. Yeah, but um, for the mm. most part, like you said, uh, no, no, I kind of do like the character. He he got a he grew on me um the his intelligence i like it comes across in his dialogue as you're you're watching him engage with like his his um his buddy and engage with the guy at the pawn shop there were times that the 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 killers they actually exuded some level of intelligence in their conversation and and in their references that i felt were a little bit Refreshing as Hmm. well, Mm -hmm. Um, so it feels like it's like um, a Joe Hill script that he was like, all right, well, I'll do it as a comic book, Mm -hmm. but I'm in for the most part, and the Hmm. art is it's engaging. It's not for me for the most part, but it's enough that I'm like,
2: all right.
3: In in my head, I've cast Sid Holmes as um, Christopher Maloney.
2: I was thinking Elias Koteas. same I don't know who guy. Either of those people. <laughs>
3: those are the same you person. You know Christopher Maloney. Well, one's funnier than the other one. Yeah, Maloney's I'm thinking, funnier.
2: Who's the Who's the one who's uh, happy? Maloney. Uh,
1: That's Maloney. Oh, then
0: I yeah oh, same yeah. guy. Yeah. Same guy. I yeah. could absolutely see that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I knew. Yeah, yeah, see, yeah, I knew yeah. Once you knew... I did. Like, like, yeah, I didn't a, know his name, but yeah.
3: Mid fifties, bruiser. Yeah, had a couple yeah. of bad days. Like thinning. Doesn't think. D- doesn't look like he can kick your ass, but kind of looks like he. He's a scrapper. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. He can take a punch better than he can give
4: one.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
3: Yeah.
4: Yeah. See. See. I like yeah. Christopher well Maloney. <laughs> yeah. I like Christopher Maloney, but I would say, especially considering the whole stand up comic uh-huh. point of view, mm. Norm MacDonald. Only because what? Norm MacDonald is one, you know, he's a stand up comic. Yeah. He's bigger than you think he is, he's actually a nice sized guy. Mm. Um, so he could probably take a punch and I'm maybe deliver Norm one. i thinking Norm Mcdonald 20 years
0: ago. I, see, I, no, okay, I mean, maybe. I guess, yeah. Because he's, he's, he is he's a, little a little bit older. Bit older. Little Although he was later. just in the Orville. I mean, he does a voice all the time, but there was one episode where you see him maybe in person. Uh, it's good. The Orville is surprisingly um, good. Yeah. Oh, no, I watched the whole first season yeah, and yeah, after yeah. the
3: second, I just
0: lost. um. But, yeah, Norm MacDonald would be an interesting, like, against type because you think of him as a yeah. comedian, but he can be rough. And I've always been a huge fan of, like, back in the day of oh, his yeah. stuff, you know. Uh, um, and I think yeah. we're
3: going to spend the rest of the show just casting. Cool. Uh, <laughs> every one of these books. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I disagree. The Clock Number 1 by Matt Hawkins and <laughs> Colleen Doran. Stalk, st- <laughs>
2: starring Duke from G.I. <laughs> Joe. With – What? Just wait. (laughs) Uh, Within three weeks, hundreds of millions of healthy people worldwide contract various forms of aggressive cancer, and the proliferation, seemingly a viral outbreak, stumps the best scientific minds available. But after a leading cancer researcher loses his wife and watches his nine-year-old daughter begin to succumb to the same illness, he must race against the clock to end a global conspiracy that could propel the world straight to WWII. World War Three, huh. or worse. Um, what did you guys think of this, Leonard?
4: Well, first of all, it was it was kind of like cool to see Colleen Doran's name on a comic book again. Where do we know her from? Well, wow, I know her from a, a long time ago. She used to draw the Legion of Superheroes. Really? Um, yeah, she's
0: yeah. a big time DC artist from back in the day.
4: And Anne, but I think she got her start in the early days of the Indies, didn't she?
0: It's possible. I think she has like, an yeah.
4: indie start as well.
0: She's from a time when I am not aware of what artist or even writer was drawing. You know what I mean? Yeah, definitely like, the, the 80s. When I was younger and it was just like, oh, it's Blue Beetle's in this one. Superman's in this one. Right, That's yeah, what I right, knew. That's right. what I looked at. Definitely, definitely
4: yeah. an 80s artist. Um, so it was nice to see her credit on this book. The book is, I think, a very interesting idea. Uh uh-huh. um it's much in the same way of it's much in the same way of 20XX. The the idea is interesting. Mm-hmm. The world building that they're telling you about is kind of interesting. In this one I think the art is more engaging than in 20XX. Oh yeah. Uh far more so. Um and more happens and it's it's more easier to follow. So I'm interested but I I'm had to take it, I had
2: to switch to switch gears because this is just straight up drama yeah mm. there's no for seemingly no supernatural no fantasy <laughs> this is just an HBO show <laughs> um which if cast well could be interesting I thought that this was fine um but it's not what I go to my comic books for mm-hmm. generally. There's yeah. nothing in here yeah. that really made me think, "Ah, yes, here is why it is a comic book. Here mm. is why it is drawn mm-hmm. instead of just a story." Um, do you know what I mean? No. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, I think I think overall I'm I'm in the same kind of camp with you guys. I think overall
3: it's a net positive. Right. Like mm-hmm. all like measuring all the pros and cons, this is interesting enough for it to be like,
1: "Yeah, it was great." Uh, yeah.
3: But I had some very specific cons that just kept taking me out of it and it was interesting enough to kind of keep going. The first one being it reads like the pilot of a TV show where they're yes. trying to squeeze so much in and you have no grasp of how long is past how much time mm-hmm. is passing. No. Like it starts with they arrive at the camp and then all of a sudden they've been there, like the next page, they've been there for a while. Yeah. And then the next page, they're done, they're leaving. Like it, it's, mm-hmm. there's, and there's no, there's no captions really. There's no, there's yeah. no time and place or atmosphere that, or, you know, structure set up or, or timeline set up. And then all of a sudden a person's dead. Yeah. And then that person is revealed later on, to be, or it's not really revealed. It's just, they don't ever tell you that this yeah. is this main character's wife. And then I forget that these two people, the way that they're drawn, the they leads. don't look like mother, like father and son. Yeah. They look like they're maybe five years apart in age. Mm-hmm. Those they're two characters
0: are father and son. Yeah, The guy in the yellow so, and red shirt. So
3: <laughs> <laughs> Duke from GI Joe here. Yeah. <laughs> is this guy's father.
0: Oh, those two guys. Yeah. Well, they also don't look like that, but they look Let's, slightly more than the two I thought you were talking about. <laughs> no, this is father and son. Okay.
1: Yes. Even
3: though yeah, he they looks, look like buds, not yeah. Good. He's like 35, and he's like maybe 40. 36. 46. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But that's just it. Like, there's a disconnection in the arts, yeah. and because the, the story, at least in the first half, happens so quick or like rolls through so quickly... There's um, an inability to really grab a footing, so you can mm. just enjoy the story. Yeah. Now there
2: were two two scenes in here that I did grab me and I responded to. Uh, oh, one I, is I know when which one are you going to when we they're at the funeral, mm-hmm. uh, and then of course I did have to do a little bit gymnastics mentally to figure out whose funeral and who's related to who, and oh that's father and son, and then mm-hmm. I guess that's his, the younger guy's wife, I guess, um, but the little girl. Says, well, at least mommy won't be lonely, daddy, and uh, there's, there's a whole splash page of mm-hmm. all uh, of the other people in the cemetery having their funerals uh, processions. That is one of so the most haunting
4: images uh, I've ever seen in a comic. I know. Is horrible, it's horrible. Uh, it's a
2: it's a super weaponized cancer. Yeah, or at
0: least that's what we're learning. Yeah. So,
3: like, I did. I even I was interested enough to keep reading the back matter too. Mm-hmm. Um, nice about the research that this writer did regarding if it's possible to weaponize cancer, if so, how to do it, and where in the story he kind of cut corners mm-hmm. but still stayed kind of in the realm of real physical science. It was... It was you're right. It's an HBO show. Yeah.
2: I was wrong. There are three... The other, okay, so the second one mm-hmm. was when someone bumps into him and purposely drops him a note that says, your wife was murdered, mm-hmm. even though she supposedly died of this weaponized cancer, um, which does that mean...
0: It seems like they were all murdered. (laughs) (laughs) they were all murdered. Your wife was murdered in a different way. Yeah,
2: (laughs) and then at the very, very end, the 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 sort of the very last uh, three panels is basically this world clock counting the population of, of uh, uh. the Earth and how there are way too many people on it, and then the kid notices that the numbers are dropping significantly, and he goes, well, how come it's counting backwards? So I thought that was kind mm. of an interesting way to end your first issue. in the so like Battlestar
0: Galactica, here. the opening episode of yeah. that. Yeah. yeah, yeah, which in, is a great yeah. scene there. In the back yeah.
3: matter, the writer does mention that, um, essentially, he says, please bear with me, because what this book really is isn't really hit till like, issue three. Yeah. Um, so I, th- I think that's kind of interesting. I'd, like, on one hand, I really, really hate it when, when people do that. Like, just wait. You know, it gets good in the fifth episode. Oh, yeah. yeah. But yeah. this is interesting enough yeah. to maybe at least stick around for that, like, full reveal of,
4: of the scope of this. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. But you are, you are right. This does read like a proof of concept of a pilot. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Marvel's X,
2: number one, by Jim Kruger, Alex Ross, and Welby. That's W-E-L-L-B-E-E is the yeah. artist. Um... David has a problem. He lives in a world of monsters that would love to devour him. He's the last boy on Earth, the last human being on Earth. And these creatures that see him only as prey, they're his former neighbors. He has one hope, to get to New York, to get to where Captain America and the rest of the heroes are. Alex Ross and Jim Kruger combine their abilities with artist Welby to tell a very uncanny prequel to the legendary Earth X trilogy. So, yeah, I didn't even realize what this was at first. Mm. I thought it was just a sequel to Marvel's,
0: hmm.
2: not a prequel to the Earth-X. Mm-hmm. Oh, I, I didn't think, is even is it think of them those? as,
0: you know, that didn't occur to me until you just mentioned your <laughs> misunderstanding of yeah. it, or maybe not misunderstanding, but, you know, your how you came to know what the book was about. Yeah. But, yeah, it definitely could be. I mean, Marvel's is just a retelling of Marvel continuity, yeah. and the Earth-X trilogy is a version of the future of Marvel continuity, yeah. and the trade dress is similar, so... Mm-hmm. That's a really cool way to look at it, JD. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thanks. That's awesome.
2: Yeah. yeah. Um, I like this main character. Um M- M- he's spectrum-y, right?
0: He could be. That's it's what very I was getting... possible. Yeah, yeah.
4: I didn't read him that way, but no? I guess he could be.
0: There's the thing that his grandmother says about you're able to hide within yourself and the way that he is kind of oh, behaving guy. in the beginning. It's not necessarily but
2: he feels younger than he's drawn.
0: Yeah, I could see that. Oh, yeah, man. like he's got Which made me think. a different yeah.
2: Um, oh, but I read
3: it as just like a naive, naivete. Yeah, okay. me
1: too. that's yeah. possible. Okay. Yeah,
0: but I, I just thought it was interesting. I could that be wrong.
2: Oh no, he's interesting. I liked it that I was like, oh okay, yeah. so we got a different kind of protagonist here. I like this. Yeah,
0: yeah. Um, what do you think about the book overall?
2: It was fine. Yeah. Uh, I'm not a big fan of Marvels, and uh, I'm even less of a fan of Earth X oh, trilogy. I see. I think Earth X was was good, but I really I fell off of Paradise X and all the other universe <laughs> X Universe X. Okay. X. Um, I, I found them a bit of a slog to get through mm-hmm. there's a there's a lot of info dumps in there and there's a lot yeah. of dialogue and also yeah. I was never a big fan of was it John Paul Leon who was drawing it at the time
0: uh, Doug the Braithwaite. Oh Braithwaite.
4: And yeah. well, there we go. L- Leon did. Um,
0: oh, did he do Earth X? He did Earth X. Okay yeah. yeah I'm not a huge fan of.
2: So this is a more of that for me okay um, but that, I mean I'm curious enough to follow it okay I'll, I'll see how it goes hmm. But as far as like, I know everyone loved Earth X and everyone loved Marvels. But every time I picked them up, I was just kind of oh. like, I'm a little bored. Oh, okay. I didn't love even, any
4: of them. I tried did. to read yeah. like um, Earth X and it was just one big info dump every single comic. And yeah. it was like very little was happening. Mm-hmm. And the art actually didn't mind. But the info dump of it, I just didn't, just didn't dig. This, it reads well. Mm-hmm. You, you, you mm-hmm. like the character. You're kind of like rooting for this this kid. Yeah. Plus, I think like all that.
0: of us are kind of like, oh man, how shitty would that be that everybody yeah. gets superpowers and yeah. and you don't? Because we all like comics, you yeah, know what yeah. I mean? Like, so oh, I think we all empathize with we that. We just kid. did a bit. We just did you know? a bit on
4: our show Black Tribbles on Thursday because we were talking. We're talking about maybe developing a, a comic book for us for us, right? And we're like, what would a black Triple's comic book look like. And the biggest superhero fan of us is is Randy. Sure. You know, Arsenal yeah. Voice of Reason. Super Triple. And <laughs> I put it out there, said what would happen? Because Randy every time he comes to our show, he brings his son and he stays in the green room. Mm-hmm. And always happens Randy's gotta go out to the green room about twice a show. To, mm-hmm. Like just check on him. Sure. What happens if Randy runs out to the green room to check his son and oh. in that instant oh. Every Everyone. one of oh. us gets superpowers. Oh man. And he's just looking at the window like, yeah. Nah! Yeah. Oh, I've worried and, about that myself. And then he becomes <laughs> he becomes the Uncle Dudley to the Uncle like, oh, yeah, Shazam. Yeah. Family. Yeah. And all of a sudden he's like, yo, that's the book we gotta do. <laughs> Which, you know, that's pretty funny. means yeah. Randy won't kill us. So, no, I was digging it, but what I didn't like was this return to the Earth X oh, okay. world. I mean, Earth X is like 20
0: years old. It was a surprising thing for them to choose to do. Yeah, yeah. I'm
4: like, Alex Ross, yo, do something is else. It, is it, though? We, uh, we've we been inundated you know, with it, references
2: not. to You're right. older yeah. stuff. You're right. We literally just talked about Venom, which is a throwback to it's a true. Spider-Man story it's true. from 20 years ago. Yes,
3: but there's a difference between... Um, literally just going back and tell... So, like, yeah. Symbolic Spider-Man, that series is literally them just trying to find pieces of continuity to tell its own little story in, mm-hmm. whereas this is leveraging continuity. Right. So, like, like Venom Venom. is leveraging continuity, yeah. so it works on its own or not. This is going back to a specific point in time, and if you don't have the reference, it better yeah. be accessible, right. or it doesn't matter. You right. find this it was not accessible. accessible? No, I found this to oh, be accessible. Extremely, But yeah. when they do, oh, yeah. like... One sh- so, what was it? Marvel was doing those like one-shot specials. If you, right, did, if right. you didn't read the series from the 70s, right. you have no right. idea what the hell's happening.
0: It's because yeah. this is a whole new story yeah. set in that this world. Is like, this is This guy is not at all in any of those right. stories. That's true. Unless right. he turns out to be some character. Yeah, that this we, feels like it could know. be its own standalone thing. Right. Completely. Um, yeah, so I think that's a different... Uh, a different sort yeah. of a, approach than the like, we're going to do one more issue yeah. of this old series. Do you notice the, I uh, see this on your screen, the uh, prize in the Power Puffs is a Super Scroll. Yeah, I saw that. That's cool. Yeah. Um. So, Universe X, I was thinking on the way over here, maybe my favorite Marvel story. Wow. Yeah. So, I love it. It got me way more into Marvel. Now, I've always been into it. Sure. You know, yeah. more DC, but also Marvel. But it got me way more into Marvel when it came out than I had been maybe ever before. I love the info dumps, but here's the thing. I started with Universe X. So I didn't start with Earth X, and a lot of Universe X was recapping stuff that happened in Earth X. So, and then at the same time, giving some like twist on some core piece of the Marvel Universe. And I was like, oh, this is awesome. You know, because that's what comics are, these twists, and it felt to me like, oh, here's the master twists of all, you know, like here's the full truth. And uh oh, I just loved it. Oh, great. And then I went back and read Earth X, and I was like, I don't like this as much, but I yeah. still like it because I already really loved Universe X. Paradise X was good, not as good, but Universe X Man mm-hmm. is like—I universe- can't think of one I like more. As wow. a yeah,
4: Got, uh, Universe right. X is the one that was uh Braithwaite. Doug,
0: yeah, Braithwaite. so it was Paradise I X. Haven't okay. read it. I haven't
3: read—I haven't read any of them. I tried reading them once, like back in college, and pulling them off the shelf at Barnes and Noble, and I was just like, nope, put it right back. Okay, yep. Um. But this is interesting. So, like, I'm, I'm hearing this side of the table is, like, ugh, not that great, Hate it, didn't, didn't really love it. This side of the table, best thing ever. And it's best making, it's making me feel like maybe I should second-guess reading Lucifer.
0: Maybe. I mean, absolutely. Like, we may not have the same, like, I liked the very cerebral, info-dumpy nature of Universe X. And there's a strong chance, I mean, you might not like it. No, it's not like that. Uh, you know, Lucifer is oh, yes. not similar to that at all. Did <laughs> we, but yeah, we, yeah. I
2: think we both agree we enjoyed this issue. Oh, yeah, for sure. Absolutely.
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and we may, you know, like, I also like the Silmarillion, which reads like a history textbook, oh, you oh, know, yeah. but because I think that world is cool, and that's what I liked about, I also really like the art in universe X. I like the, um, future style, I like the idea, like everybody, the Inhumans release their powers, and here's the beginning of this, um, Cool. But, yeah. Yeah, yeah,
2: Cool. Dollhouse Family Number 3 by M.R. Carey and Peter Gross. Childhood ends. Children grow up. And young Alice is now a mother herself, raising her daughter alone in 1990s London. But the dollhouse has never forgotten the promise that she made. The dollhouse know where she's gone. And so does Jenny, the ghost of the girl who died in her orphanage. Dot, dot, dot. This third issue, I'm still enjoying Dollhouse Family. Mm-hmm. I think it's... Um, pretty interesting i have keep losing the thread here and there with the time jumps Mm. um but other than that uh, i like what's going on in the present or Mm -hmm. i'm sorry in the 1990s which is (laughs) not at all the present (laughs) uh even though it feels like it because i'm old um yeah uh i'm digging it i think it's engaging and it's interesting um i feel the the menace of this dollhouse um Mm.
0: keeping track Mm -hmm.
2: of this woman and it just keeps showing up and then every sometimes we see it and it's covered in in flesh
0: well the back of it seems to be organic organic for sure yeah. and Ugh. like in one looks like a fingerprint but then you see it in an earlier time and it's like a less formed flesh thing Ah, oh, it's pretty yeah pretty gross um, um oh. also yeah i was drawn by peter gross Ah, it was yeah um yeah well he does it well uh and we learn also you said interested in this woman that it's the it's the family line apparently yeah. that is mm-hmm. of interest Um, Oh, speaking of organic, did you get a, in that cave, when, in this issue, when the guy goes back into the cave where he went in issue number one. Yeah, yeah. Did you get a, like, vaginal sort of. A little bit. Yeah, Yeah. which I thought was was of interest, Um, you know, because that's definitely uh, part of the kind of thing that goes down in that cave. Yeah. Is uh, this carnal uh, sort of thing. Um, So, I don't know if that was on purpose or not, but I bet it was. Oh, yeah, I think it's. Yeah, 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 yeah.
2: You don't you don't draw the top of a cave to look like that. Right. Without it. it at yeah, least most sort caves of don't look like <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: where Anatomy. This, where this yeah. uh, alluring demon woman is. Yeah. Um, also, I did not expect it to do a second time or a time jump. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I read second issue and third issue this morning, both uh, together, so I forget which one it happened in. But I thought I thought the girl from the first issue was going to be the protagonist as a girl. Yeah. And so for her to grow up and then now have a daughter also mm-hmm. uh, was interesting, not something I expected.
2: And it sort of has a little bit of a Stephen King vibe where she is now being haunted by the little girl who used to pick on her in the orphanage. Oh, right. Who wound up making the deal with the dollhouse. Oh, so she climbs she out. She didn't make
0: a deal. I don't. Oh. The, she wanted to, and the uh, dollhouse was like, Oh, "Sorry about that. I don't. I'm not interested in you for what you want, but I have a use for you. Oh, and it will yep. be this. Oh, okay. You know, yeah, yeah. Um,
2: but yeah, it's nice and spooky. It's uh, yeah, it's the a atmosphere little little again. Yeah. Like the
0: other one is what's carrying me through this book. Mm-hmm. Is like I like the tone of it. Yeah, for sure. Yeah.
2: Um, yeah. This is probably is this my favorite of all the Hill House books?
0: It's definitely mine. Yeah, it might yeah.
2: be. Yeah. Um, I'm def- I don't know how long it's going to be running for, but um, I'm certainly more interested in the contemporary aspects of the show than um, the past.
0: You know what I mean? Um, yeah, I can see where you're saying. Uh, although I, I do find the past to be interesting. Um, a, you know, I'm interested in... in the atmosphere of that part as well, and I want to see how it connects. It clearly connects very closely. So, who knows how long we'll even see this stuff in the past? Because it's one family line, mm-hmm. so it might just kind of catch up, and then and then it's all one thing. Uh, I also want to see a little bit more about. We got in the first issue, but not since the like that thing crashes on Earth and is what's in that cave or something like that. There's something in the in the very oh, yeah, distant like, past.
2: A, there's a sideways face
0: yeah cave, yeah like yeah talking. that yeah. is in some way associated and and trapped with that demon woman,
2: yeah and I think that's that's where my issue i i have i'm obviously it's pretty obvious when time jumps sure uh the everything about the It's
0: <laughs> clothing and whatnot yeah yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, the, yeah oh yeah. this is the 1800s, great <laughs> no there, there's a sequence inside the cave where mm-hmm. there's a there's the the being that has a is a giant rock face it looks like mm-hmm. and then there's the demon looking woman with a lizard with some eggs yeah and i don't know when that conversation is taking place and how it oh that's a good point engages I, with the other timelines
0: my impression was that it was in the past but because that's the only time that we've seen that mm-hmm. but that might not be so yeah yeah i don't know
2: because they, they seem to be in there all right this time the right cave itself is like um oh what's the name uh Brigadoon, right? Oh, so it and it just appears sort of, every so often. It appears every yeah, so yeah, often yeah. or appears only to certain people. Oh. So
0: Was um, Brigadoon only to certain people? No, no, I'm just Oh, saying, okay. I got you. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's
2: ethereal and it sort of shifts. Right, 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 right. right. Um but yeah, yeah, I think this is great. Huh.
0: Also, did you catch the guy, the adult man in the dollhouse he is the son of the of the main character who went I to the Cape. Did not get that. Yeah, they Thank have the same you. unusual name. I assume they're the same person.
2: Interesting yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah yeah yeah, yeah, um, oh, and then I uh, th- th- actually know what I take it back some of the the past stuff is pretty interesting mm-hmm. because that this older gentleman went into this cave, carnal relations with this woman, mm-hmm. demon, supposedly, mm-hmm. and then has a child uh his m- the mother dies in childbirth, and he blames the child for his wife yeah, dying,
1: yeah,
2: uh, and doesn't even want to be anywhere near the kid, yeah, like even tells the the nanny like, don't keep him away from yeah. him. I don't you know, and then. When he finds out that the medallion mm-hmm. that the guy just broke in and gave him yeah. uh, hurts his, it's son. broken
0: and shoved in his mouth. Think, yeah, or something. Yeah, 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 yeah.
2: Strange. Um, he just he figures out that it can hurt his kid. Yeah. So he, fo- I think he, fashions a knife out of it.
0: Yeah. He goes to find more and then gets somebody to work it into a knife. That yeah. for some reason the guy is unable to make into a great looking knife. Like yeah. it's the it's a hard to work metal or yeah. something like that. Yeah.
2: Although this begs the question. He's, like, going through all this effort to yeah. make a knife to hurt his child. Has he? We haven't seen him try to hurt the child in other right, ways. Right. What if he just shot him? Right. Like, you did a lot of work, <laughs> dude. Like, just get a I'm bullet. Like,
0: I just assume I wouldn't be able to hurt him in any other <laughs> yeah, way. Because yeah. so, this thing really seemed to hurt yeah, him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Maybe right. just drown
2: the kid. Right? Like, I, I'm curious to see if he did anything else. Right. He Let doesn't seem to have any compunctions.
0: Maybe yeah. just drown the kid. <laughs> right? Right. Um all go through all this. At the end though, he he does realize he's like I've been a pretty wretched father, which is a surprising yeah. turn yeah. for this guy who oh, you jumps think on so? the kill the kid <laughs> yeah, bandwagon. Yeah. Well, he starts the bandwagon. Yeah. <laughs> he's driving he's the, whole he wagon. Built the wagon Yeah. 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 <laughs>
2: oh. Anyway, I'm looking forward to finishing this up. It's it's a good series. Um mm-hmm. we're going to skip the X marks the X spot segment of the show
0: cuz X marks the X spot corner skip time. Yeah.
2: <laughs> um it's an hour and a half. Yeah. Get the fuck out of here. All right. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining us. If you want to help the show out, you can go to patreon.com slash Johnny Destructo. You can email us at cultpopgo at gmail.com. You can go to cultpopgo.com and leave us a voicemail, etc., cetera, et cetera. Noel, where can they find you?
3: Uh, you can just find me on social media at mister Bartocci, M A M R B A R T O C C I on Twitter or just the Facebook page for Cold Pop. I'm Yeah. On
2: also, I started a, a Facebook group. Yes. Called Comics Are for Everyone, except jerks. I think yeah. uh, I was tired of going online uh, to like talk about a book I like, and every single time, mm. there's always some dick bag who's yeah. just like hates things to hate things. And spe- specifically, I'm talking about Captain Marvel. I wanted to post about the Captain Marvel stuff, but literally any time the words Captain Marvel appear anywhere on the internet, mm-hmm. all the sad boys show up to like get <laughs> mad at Brie Larson. <laughs> it's Like, okay. can I just talk about a comic, please? So, if you want to join that, you can go to that.
0: Hmm. Unless you're a jerk.
2: Unless you're a jerk. <laughs> oh, well, in we'll your
0: case, s- please don't. We'll sus you. Yeah. 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 Brian? Uh, I am at brianliebdesign.com. B-R-I-A-N-L-I-E-B, uh, as in boy, design.com. Don't put as in boy in the, the Do, web yeah, address. That's not boring no, your name. Not as help. in boy. Brian <laughs> yeah. as in boy.
2: <laughs> Thank you so much for joining us, and we will talk at you later. Cool. Bye.
1: Thanks
3: so much for listening to Spoiler Alert. Check out all our shows, including the Cannibal Horror cast, where we review
2: classic and contemporary horror. Oh, it's so spooky! And Gutter Talk with the Black Tribbles, recorded live every week at Johnny Destructo's Hero Complex in Nanyang, PA.
1: Yeah. <laughs>